0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist, Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself. And this week on the program, we're going to talk about the retirement marathon. Uh, You may have heard that saying retirement is a marathon, not Mm -hmm. a sprint. So we're going to kind of do that analogy a little bit for all you runners out there. That's Uh, right.
1: It's that time of year.
0: Yeah, I guess you could use really any kind of, um, you know, maybe biking or, or triathlon or anything. A lot kind of, of the sports like that.
1: analogies, yeah. Yeah, but, but we'll most, with, some of them, yeah.
0: We'll go with a marathon. Well, Phil, you're kind of tall, and and did, were you ever a runner? Did you ever? Oh. You kind of have the runner's build. I hate it. <laughs> really? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good at I mean, it. I
1: can remember I, I um, played soccer in high school. Yeah. That was the one part of soccer training in the the beginning in the fall that I just absolutely hated.
0: Yeah, Like yeah. the
1: first two, three weeks was nothing but just running and do, you know, it's like, this is stupid. Yeah. We're not running all over the place. It's not a That's marathon.
0: funny. You played so. soccer. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I played football all through high school or junior high and you know, middle school, high school. And I usually played safety because uh, I was skinny and, and mm-hmm. fairly quick, but I couldn't stand running, you know, so I was really good at <laughs> short distances. I could really cover a lot of ground. Uh, which I don't know where that went, but but that was. I, it's
1: funny I how was, things happen. You yeah, know, I like, was pretty quick,
0: but, uh, but man, I hated running, so I would do everything I could to get out of running. Yeah, uh, but which sounds kind of I guess now that we were talking about this, maybe we should have thought about this a little better because we're probably not the best proponents for talking
1: about <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, that's a, true a
0: marathon, but I think we can all kind of appreciate the analogy. Yeah, um, it does pretty correlate different.
1: pretty well to retirement, though.
0: So. Yeah, it really does. Uh, well, let's just jump in then since we've kind of maybe thanked that boat already. Uh, so the so similarities in this, Phil, we'll just start right off the bat with planning and prep. Whether you're any kind of athletic thing you want to do. So if you're not even in, into you know running or whatever the case might be, typically there's planning and prep involved, right? Right. Um I think about it now that we're older. Okay, a lot of people for weight loss, they they say, "Well, I'm going to start walking," and then maybe that leads to jogging, even right. So we right. can even get it from that standpoint. You you probably don't just walk out the door uh, and immediately run three miles, right? right? Or try to jog three miles. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do some damage. And it's funny that because I actually had a friend who did that a couple of years ago. Really decided he needed to lose weight and just got just tired of running. himself and started light jogging you know, long distances, but he wound up fracturing his foot because he didn't, he didn't really plan it out, think it out and realize that, you know, that hitting that pavement while he still had the extra weight could have caused a problem. He probably needed to start a little more gradually. And so planning and prep, same thing in what you do with the financial side. You you don't just, hopefully you didn't just wake up and go, well, I'm going to retire tomorrow.
1: Right. When I think of it more like somebody, maybe this is your first foray into doing a marathon. You, you're you're a runner. You like it. You know, you thought, oh, I've always wanted to do a marathon. Sure. Planning for it. You're probably going to, if you're thinking it through, going to go talk to a couple of people that have run these marathons and say, okay, how do you prepare? What's your right. plan? Right. You know, same thing in our industry. I mean, some except for ours is a little different. It's you, you typically retire once. It's not like it's something you do on a regular basis, hopefully. Right. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to just jump into it like your friend and say, oh, this can't be that hard. I just do it, you know, or whatever the case is. It's talk to somebody that had some experience, get a plan down, understand what do I need to do to make sure that I'm successful in this marathon?
0: Well, how many people walk in to see you for the first time and go, hey, can I retire tomorrow? Yeah, it's yeah, (laughs)
1: it's I don't get many that that do that just because it uh, typically um, clients come to us through one of our classes.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know,
1: so and if they've gone to one of our classes, Social Security and Tax classes, I mean, we we talk about all the pieces that come into play.
0: Yeah.
1: And they've started to realize that it's not just, you know, flipping on the, the retirement switch, so to speak, and say, Okay, I'm I'm here, let's go. Yeah. There's was a lot of I mean, you can do that. It's probably not gonna work really well.
0: It's not if you're not you gonna know, get the not, results. It's not
1: optimal. Yeah.
0: Not yeah. Optimal. Yeah. Um, and I think what's happened to a lot of us, right, hopefully not so much anymore, but we just kind of work and we go, well, eventually I'm going to get to 65 and then I'm just going to retire. And right. there's no planning involved. It's just, well, this it's just what's going to happen and I'll deal with whatever comes.
1: Right. Well, I mean, back in the day, it was quite a bit simple. I mean, more, more people had pensions than they do today. It was pretty yeah. common back then. You know, Social Security and pension, that was the majority of your income. You probably saved some on the side. Right. You know, but I mean, it, it, with those two options, there's still some planning. You know, pensions, not a lot. I mean, it's what, right. you know, what survivor option do you take, basically? Um, you know, back in the day, lump sums weren't really a thing because um, companies didn't really give a lump sum. They just, here's the options from an income standpoint. Now the so, companies are realizing, you know what, these pension things just are not viable. You know, yeah, I mean, right. we, and people are living yeah. way too long compared to when they first started them. So we've got to figure out how to, to, divest ourselves of that that liability you know so there's a lot of uh, options done, but yeah, yeah the reason planning probably wasn't as prevalent back then is that there weren't as many options and i mean i think people lived a little bit simpler life back then
0: <laughs> for you know, sure. most
1: people yeah. in retirement i mean they didn't yeah. travel wasn't as big as it is today hobbies i mean it was you know i think of my grandparents i mean retirement to them was they continued to work on the farm for years and you right. know. And, just well, kind that of was slowed down what they did. Things. But I mean, yeah. there was no big travel plans or other type of things that they did. It just wasn't yeah. wasn't yeah. what most people did back then.
0: That's true. That's true. So planning and prep, you know, you got to do that for a marathon. You got to do that for, uh, you know, retirement planning. So yeah. then let's go to the proper diet aspect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I actually do have a, um, another advisor that I talk with on a regular basis. He actually is a marathoner, which okay. is kind of how this whole little segment came to be. Sure. And, um, you know, he's he cracks me up because he's a junk food junkie. I okay. mean, he, he eats some some garbage. And uh, by his own admission. Right. And so uh, we're talking about it and he's like, but when it's com- when, it- when I start getting in mode to train, you mm-hmm. know, proper diet is obviously important. Well, right. this is a pretty easy analogy to bring to the financial side. Right. We, right. You got to have that proper portfolio. You can't just load up on, you know, tech stocks. Uh, for example, uh, think of it like I don't know carbs or sweets or something, and yeah. load up on tech stocks. Because if you did last year, you were happy in twenty one. Oh March yeah, be this year.
1: You better have your seatbelt on because it's going to be a wild ride. You know, you're gonna, yeah. Hopefully, you like roller coasters.
0: Right, right. But yeah, I
1: mean, um, it's it, that's kind of the preps or the the uh, the um, prep side of that discussion, planning and prep. I mean, planning. Right. Yeah, it's one thing to map it out, plan it out, have the strategy. But that really doesn't do any good. And I mean, unfortunately, I see that happen a lot too, where people go through that process and think, you know, these are the pieces and this is what I take: social security, Roth, whatever, you know, all the different pieces that play into it. But then if you put that plan on a shelf and you don't actually implement it and, you know, take the next step, which I mean, this is part of that next step, you know, now that you're ready to enter that race, so to speak, you're starting retirement. How does that work? Mm -hmm. You know, in in racing, yeah, you've got to load up on carbs, make sure you've got the energy. You know, when it comes to retirement, it's all about income.
0: You know, it's how
1: do I generate that income without damaging my portfolio and not, you know, not having to worry about, oh, the market's down 20, 30% like it is this year. Can I really retire now? You know, if- Yeah, because you you want to retire
0: any economy. I mean, because they're going to happen.
1: It's going to happen, you know, so unless you want to build your retirement date around what's going on in the world and the economy, most people don't. It's age-based most of the time. You know, you you reach a certain age, you're just done, you're ready to retire, or a lot of companies um, kind of push you out, so to speak, or encourage you to leave at certain ages, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. I mean, at some point you get pushed to well, more age-based than, than economy-based.
0: And hopefully we're not, you know, we're kind of, in, again, unfortunately, a, a perfect storm of... Whatever, with this 22, right, with the down market, a down uh, bond market, market, record inflation, you know, and the eight, nine percent conversation really is. I mean, anybody who goes to the store knows that's just right out the window. That's, you know, it's really like 20 to 30, depending on a lot of
1: things. Yeah, exactly. What piece of CPI, so to speak, you want to look at or that they've removed.
0: Yeah, the reality is it's just way, way, way higher. And so, yeah, it's not – this is not an easy economy to try to – if you were retiring in 22, this is probably not what you wanted to see. And, and maybe many right. people are making adjustments to that along the way. You, matter of fact, you and I were just talking before we started this podcast. And a matter of fact, we're doing this uh, on um, – a voting day. So the, mm-hmm. ta- the time we're yep. taping this, this podcast, it's uh, it's voting day. So we'll be dropping it in a couple of days. But hopefully, you went out and voted. But anyway, you were talking about you're really busy right now, doing a lot of Roth conversions mm-hmm. uh, okay. as the year's winding down, right? So you know, people are thinking about all the different pieces as the year goes along, and this year's been challenging. But I've it felt. has.
1: It has. I mean, especially if you don't have a plan. Um, You know the the, for our clients we we, we've talked about this many times, but our bucket strategy, and we talk about times like this going in. I mean, it's going to happen. You know, the reality is.
0: Hopefully not this bad. Twenty
1: to thirty years. Yeah. I mean, every you know bear market looks a little different.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean all the pieces, but yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all the exactly all those coming together. But yeah, it's it's we're going to have these ups and downs in markets and economies and inflation and you have to have it in the plan. You know, hopefully you've set up a strategy that's resilient and and can ebb and flow with this. And and you're not having to all of a sudden dramatically change your lifestyle because, you know, the, the plan didn't account for that.
0: Well, let's talk about the final piece here, Phil, and that's don't start too fast. If you're, if you're going to be running a race, you know, my buddy was telling me, you know, you got to pace yourself many Mm -hmm. times, first timers, newbies, uh to the marathoning world or to people who want to do a race, they they kind of yep. do the sprint initially on, right? Yeah. Uh, even though even though they've been training or they know that they gotta pace themselves, mm-hmm. excitement kicks in, you know, adrenaline, whatever. You start too fast, you burn out, right? Yep. And so you think about uh, you know, retirement, same kind of thing. And that's where like sequence of returns comes into play and so on and so forth, right? Where yep. early days of retirement, Early years, you want to Mm -hmm. make sure that you're pacing yourself, and if you planned, you should be able to do that.
1: Yeah, and and you know, that's one of the challenges to retirement is always for clients to you know, worry about, oh, I'm, I'm locking myself into a plan. And, and it's not, right. don't, don't, you're never to to lock or you shouldn't be locking yourself into a
0: plan. kind of a living thing. It's going to but You have low. to have a
1: plan and, and yeah. a direction at least, you yeah. know, and then start walking down that path. And especially those first two, you know, first couple of years of retirements, they're challenging. I mean, you've yeah. never done this before. You know, you're, you're estimating what you think your budget's going to look like, lifestyle with, you know, shifts, spending, yeah. and, but you've got more time now. And maybe there's yeah. hobbies or, you know, that honey do list that's, been out there for years that you're finally getting to. So there's all these different things that are going to potentially come up, cause your expenses to go up. So build a little bit of a cushion in there. But yeah, and the, to your point the excitement
0: of, of wanting yeah. to just like do a lot of stuff early on too, which again, right. if you plan for it, that's fine. You've got the money, but if you get overzealous and you start throwing things out there that you really hadn't yeah. discussed, you know, you and I joke all the time because you love camping, it's like, yeah, okay, we, we plan for a camper of, you know, a 24-footer, but the 42-footers really, you know, got my up.
1: Yeah, a yeah. little thing. your like budget that. on the, you know, the yeah. first five years of budget on in one yeah. year, yeah.
0: And that sequence of return that I mentioned a minute ago, too, that's a big, yes. people don't realize yeah. what that does in the first few years, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, that basically comes to, the way we explain it to clients i mean everything from an investment world is always um presented to us in an average right you look at your any investment it gives you a one three five ten year average return but we don't earn averages we get a sequence we get ups and downs each year mathematically over some period of time that average is going to play out and, and that's kind of where buy and hold comes into play um is you know mm-hmm. if if you put the money in right through that sequence up and down never touch it um it plays out to pretty close to what that average is, but where things get flipped on their head, so to speak, is if you're spending, because now if you're spending, especially when losses happen early on, you mm-hmm. start to compound the effect of that loss. Yeah. You know, so I mean, if you need three, 4,000 a month, let's say out of your portfolio and yeah, that works in a good market, but all of a sudden you're down 20 or 30%. Well, if you need three, you know, 3,000 a month, let's say, mm-hmm. Now you're selling more shares that are worth 70% of what they were, so you have to sell even more shares to get to 3000 yeah. unless you're willing to take a 30% cut in your your income. Well, and and, and most clients can't or, or aren't willing to do
0: or that. i willing so. to, yeah. And that's where the fear of a down market gets the better of us when mm-hmm. we go into retirement because even though it, it typically is going to be later monies. The the market right. money still should be later monies. There's yeah. still that panic of it being down, maybe having to take some from it, taking additional money off, and it just kind of compounds the whole deal. And that's where the panic sets in. That's yeah. when we make bad decisions. Uh, and it kind of circles back to the fact that we either didn't have a plan or didn't feel comfortable or strong enough in the plan to follow it and adhere to it.
1: Right. and And that's where you know, you have to have a strategy for spending. Um, yeah. We, we talked about it before with the bucket strategy we have, we've got the the soon and later buckets are the primary two buckets. Now is money in the bank, but soon and later, soon is the first 10 years of spending, you know? So you should have that bucket the way we approach it. That's much more conservative. You know, our our goal there is low volatility. We want to have a lot of ups and downs, lower risk. Later bucket, we can ride through some ups and downs in a market, you know? So in our client scenarios, yeah, they know we're going to have volatility, but that doesn't really affect the soon bucket as much, you know, maybe a little bit. Right. Yeah. Later bucket. Absolutely. You're, you're going to have more volatility there, but that's OK. We have time and we need some of that for growth.
0: Right. You Hopefully know, with the potential for longer term growth,
1: you, you have to you're going to have volatility. But but yeah, spending is, is really one of the biggest risks I see as clients get into retirement is that sure. overspending. Yeah. So Especially early on. Yeah, but be careful. I, I kind of liken it to if, you know, if you think of we're flying from here to Michigan to California, right? We're flying cross-country. Mm-hmm. And on that flight, if if the pilot is off, I mean, just a fraction in the beginning, a couple of degrees, he's mm-hmm. not going to end up in California. He's probably going to be in Mexico or Canada. You know? Right. <laughs> it's, that, that Doesn't just take a, much. A slight, you know, misdirection in the first two or three years unless it's corrected quickly, can change your whole outcome in retirement.
0: Yeah, so, exactly.
1: So just be careful. And that's where if you've got an advisor you're working with, hopefully they're helping you on that. You know, I, I always tell my clients, look, I'm not to be here between you and your money. It's your money, you know, but I'm right. a sounding board. That's right. So I mean, if I, if, if something comes up and I I don't, I have some concerns, I'll let you know. You know, but I'm not going to say, no, you can't have it because I yeah, can't. Yeah. It's not my money not I love money the, the
0: money police. Yeah, we did that a you know, lot. <laughs> it's right. like we start saying, I'm not the money police, but I'm just going to yeah. say, hey, I, this, I would probably caution against that. Yeah. Or absolutely, this is a great idea. Go for it. Either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. No. No,
1: so I've got a a, um, a client I just spoke with this past week that they really want these electric bikes. And they've been thinking about it plan and planning. And, you know, as they've done more and hmm. more, the, the type of bike they want has gone up. Right. So, I mean, it's like $5,000 per bike. You know, so they're, they're, they called thankfully and said, Hey, we're, we're thinking of this. Do you think now is a good time? You know? And and I said, well, probably not right now. I said, because they've got some, some big expenses coming up in addition to that towards the end of the year, you know, and we're economies and things are at, I said, let's just hold off. I mean, you know, you can do what you want, but I personally, I would say, let's just wait, let's ride through some of this, get through the other expenses you have at the end of the year let's regroup, you know, first quarter of next year, see if we have a little better direction on what's going on in the market and the economy. And, you know, after these other expenses are done and we can look at it again. But, but I mean, that's perfect. I, they didn't have the advice though. But yeah, yeah, it's if, if they wanted the money, sure. Where do you want it? You know, I'll send it to your bank like we do. And it's,
0: they did the oh, sounding board. That's the point. That's the, that's some of the real value. Right. Yeah, you get the, you get the years of expertise. Phil's been mm-hmm. doing this for 30 plus years or whoever your advisor might be. They've hopefully been around a while and, and they've got that experience to kind of provide that sounding board and those, you know, point counterpoint to whatever the situation Might be. And at the end of the day, that's really what you got to do, folks. So, you know, that's how uh, retirements, uh, the marathon, excuse me, is kind of like retirement. So, that'll do it for this podcast. If you've got some questions and you don't want to start too fast or you don't want to blow your diet, so to speak, and you want to have that proper portfolio, definitely make sure you're talking with your advisor or an an advisor, a qualified professional like Phil. He's a CPA and a personal financial specialist. And you can reach out to him as always. The number's on the screen. Or you can call him if you're listening to this in audio form at 248 888 530. That's 248 888 Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time here on the show. Phil, thanks for hanging out, buddy. All right. Take care. I appreciate you as always. We'll catch you later here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts